Welcome to the Fundamental Entrepreneur Podcast, where entrepreneurs can come to be educated, enlightened, and empowered for success in their business pursuits. Welcome to this episode of the Fundamental Entrepreneur. Today, we're going to cover part two of the Marketing Made Easy with Terry Hansen. Darren, you had an opportunity to interview Terry last week. Um, why don't you give us a little bit of background of Terry before we dive into part two today? Yeah, no, I thanks, Danielle. And it, it was actually a, a pleasure to uh, meet with Terry. And, and I, I need to apologize to everyone um, if we seemed a little uh, quick to end our last podcast uh, episode. But we did have made a promise that we want to keep these episodes to 30 minutes or less. And so hence the reason for kind of the abrupt end and moving on to this episode, and and so apologies for that, but we are trying to keep this to 30 minutes or less. Um, but yeah, no, and I appreciate Terry for sticking around and sharing his insights about marketing, because Danielle, you and I, we're not marketing specialists. Not we're, by any means. <laughs> yes, and so our, our hope is, and, and, and our plan is, is to bring on people like Terry to share their expertise, to share their experiences, the fundamentals of their skills and their field so that you as our listeners can can really benefit from hearing about these individuals. So it was awesome to, to meet with Terry. Let me give you a little background about Terry. This is all in our podcast show notes and so you can check it out there. But I didn't we didn't get a chance to really do this in the first uh, recording or the first part one, I guess I should say. And so I wanted to, to do this now for Terry because we appreciate it. And this is, this is a little bit about Terry. Uh, after losing his first business during the Great Recession of 2008, I think we all know about that one, Terry was forced to reinvent himself and start a new business from scratch. With guidance from coaches and others, he eventually learned how to make a living in the worst economic recession in decades. Terry earned his first six-figure six income at the end of 2009, just as many businesses were filing for bankruptcy or or being bailed out by the government. Today, Terry is the president of the Hansen Group Company, a sales improvement firm, and trains entrepreneurs and salespeople on how to increase their sales in any economic condition. He is the creator of Hansen University, an online group coaching program which mentors professionals on how to find more clients, close larger sales, and grow existing client relationships. Terry conducts about 300 lectures, trainings, and speeches each year and has been recognized with several awards for his outstanding achievements. Terry and his wife have five children and they live in Idaho Falls, Idaho. So that's a little bit about Terry. Again, we appreciate him being willing to stick around for two episodes of our podcast. And so without any further ado, let's jump right into part two of marketing. All right, everyone, welcome back to this episode of, of the Fundamental Entrepreneur Podcast. Uh, we have Terry Hansen here again. As we mentioned in the, the prior podcast, we were bumping up against that 30-minute mark, and, and I didn't want to have to cut Terry off. He was sharing some great stuff, but we've promised you 30 minutes or less, and so Terry gratefully agreed to, to stick with us and do a part two of his marketing, talking about marketing. And so... Just as a recap, if you haven't had a chance to go and check out part one, go go check that out. Terry shared some great stuff about marketing, what you need to be thinking about, where you find your customers, why it's important to have an online presence, 
some of those different things, what you need to be considering when you're developing your marketing strategy. And we were talking about cost-effective ways of marketing for a, a, a business that may have no money, a small budget uh, of marketing. And, and we finished off the last episode with you talking about affiliate marketing. That was one of the strategies that you mentioned, and you were getting ready to jump into part uh, another strategy. So Terry, I'm going to turn it back over to you. You, you were going on the number two. What, what were you, what's the number, the second thing, I guess, uh, businesses with little to no money in marketing, what, what can they do to market? Well, so there's uh, there, there's a couple of things to think about. The first one that we kind of mentioned was this whole idea of affiliate marketing, selling and marketing and advertising your products and services to the customers of other businesses, developing relationships there and, and so forth. But a second, a second would simply be, depending on your industry and what you sell, you can develop a list of prospective customers yourself and and then just proactively reach out via email, via phone, via just face-to-face interaction, and even via social media messenger, and just proactively cold contact them, introduce yourself, uh, you know, kind of pitch what you're doing and how you're doing it, and and work to generate sales there. Now, sales professionals for decades have been, you know, I've mastered the art and the science of cold contacting, but cold contacting always starts basically with first having a list. So uh, cold contacting works really well if you are selling your products and services, maybe to say to other businesses or business owners, um, something like, um, you know, advertising services or software or telecommunications or hardware or um, you know, human resource services. I don't even know, you know, s- stuff like that. It's easy to put together a list of targeted businesses and, you know, find them online, find them in the phone book, find them in the chamber of commerce directory, membership directory, contact them proactively and uh, introduce yourself, tell them what you got, work to schedule a meeting with them and then meet with them and, uh, you know, and kind of do your thing there. So, so this idea of cold contacting, while it may not May, not everyone will relish that idea. It's cheap, it's free, and it's very f- effective. It's fast. So, like in one day of contacting people, you can you can walk away with with several new customers. Uh, so it's it's fast and it's free. So don't forget that it's a little old fashioned, but man oh man, it it still works out great using email, using phone, using face to face, and using social media messenger uh, is for kind of the four primary ways to uh, to just directly cold uh, contact people. A third maybe and final way to consider is just simply leveraging uh, social media. You can most most all of the social media platforms, whether they're Twitter or LinkedIn or Instagram or Facebook or Pinterest or TikTok or Snapchat or the five million others that there are out there. Uh, the, as always, the rule here is wherever your customer is, wherever their attention is, that's the social media platform you need to be on. So it doesn't matter what I think, doesn't matter what any of the gurus think, whatever the hot social media platform in the minute is, wherever your customers are, wherever their attention is, that's the platform you need to have a a business page on or a profile on. And there's so much you can do for free on social media. Um, And a couple of just random things that I'll mention. Uh, In many platforms, you can record live videos 
Like for example, on Facebook, you can have your, you can have your phone. I don't even know where my phone is. Anyway, if you, if you see my phone, bring it back. But uh, <laughs> Terry's lost his phone, everyone. Let's I have don't know where it was around here. It was around here a minute ago for crying out loud. <laughs> anyway, uh, but, uh, but, um, uh, but what you can, uh, you know, you can, you can grab your phone, click the button and you can record a live video and everybody that you're connected with will, will see, Oh, Hey, Terry's doing a live video and they'll want to see what's going on. And so by doing that day on a daily basis and talking about interesting things, uh, that's free. Uh, and you can do that on Instagram. You can do that on LinkedIn. You can do that on Facebook and, uh, you know, the list goes on and on. So don't forget that sort of thing. Uh, don't, don't forget the ability to use hashtags, uh, and don't forget the ability to tag people. We don't have time to to go into the definitions of these kinds of things, uh, but just remember the terms and you can research them late, later on. But you can tag people. You can use hashtags. You can also think about joining groups, particularly on Facebook. I, I think everybody's pretty familiar that that Facebook as well as LinkedIn and, and others have groups that you can join. Groups are a great way to start developing relationships with potential customers. There's so much that you can do for free on social media. But what I really would recommend and suggest that you do is become a student. You know, God invented YouTube uh, for a very good reason. And uh, YouTube's got all the knowledge that you really need. So hit YouTube and start typing in how to use Facebook to find new customers. And you're only going to get about a thousand videos, the tutorials to teach you some really great stuff. So become a student. Don't be afraid to learn. Don't be afraid to hit, hit up Google or Bing or Yahoo or your favorite search engine and just type some of those things in, read some articles, watch some videos, listen to some podcasts. You're going to get some great education about how to use social media for free to market and promote your business. I mean, we could spend literally hours just talking about that topic only, but the takeaway here is, uh, you know, strategy number one, use affiliate marketing. Number two, don't forget about cold contacting. And number three, obviously use social media. And in the universe of social media, there's only about a bazillion different fun, cool ways that you can use social media for free to, to find new customers. So become a student and just start making a, make a commitment to yourself to start learning. Start learning, start understanding. You know, I, I want to point out, because you talked about that cold contacting is kind of, it's an older method uh, still very effective. It's funny. I was I was talking to an individual just started out as a financial planner, and what he was required to do was do cold contacting, going around knocking on doors and meeting people and introducing himself and and his service, what he was offering. Uh, that was a requirement, and and he told me it was very effective. It wasn't. He said it wasn't fun, but it was effective. He got some clients out of that by just going out and contacting and, and doing that leg work, leg work up front uh, to, to let people know who he is and what he was doing. So it's interesting right. you mentioned that. Um, and all of these, all of these methods you've talked about, it, it's going to take some work, as you said, some sweat and effort on their part. And so let's transition a little bit because I know as a new business owner, having been there before, having seen others do this, being a part of a business, starting a business, there's a lot of hats you have to wear. There's a lot of things that you need to be thinking about doing, and you could run yourself ragged. I'm wondering if some of our listeners are going, wow, you know, Terry, that's great, but that's so much time. I don't have that time. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk about, for those listeners that maybe say, you know what, it's, it's worth it to me 
to go and maybe hire out or go in and, and look for some, some help in this arena because it is so critical. This is such an important aspect as we've talked about with marketing. You can have the greatest product in the world, but if no one knows about it or knows who you are, what you're doing, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. You're basically wasting your time and all your effort. So what options are available for hiring out, you know, whether it's, I guess, an agency, you know, a part-time person, employee, whatever, what are some options people can consider and maybe some things that they should be watching out for as they, they approach this option? Yeah, certainly. Well, as, as with all things, you've got a couple of options and depending on your financial situation and your comfort level uh, and that sort of thing, you can always hire an employee to do that sort of thing. So that employee, of course, can be part-time or they can be full-time. Now, the trick with hiring an employee, as you know, especially if it's going to be some sort of a marketing or or sales employee, is they're going to need a manager. And most employees will look to the manager to say, hey, boss, am I doing this right? What do you want me to do? And so if you've got some marketing or sales chops, and if you're comfortable with that role, then the, and you've got the resources to do it, then go ahead and hire an, a part-time or full-time employee to help with that sort of marketing. Um, but just recognize that that's going to create some additional responsibility on your part to provide direction and to provide guidance and feedback and, and, and input there and to kind of manage them in kind of their, what they're doing there. If, if marketing and sales is not your, not your forte at all, you need it done, but you need some help. Uh, and you, you know, you don't want to kind of go the employee route just yet. Then, then of course, outsourcing that, uh, it makes a lot of sense. Now there are some websites out there. In fact, let me give you a couple. So one is called fiverr.com, F-I-V-E-R-R. One is freelancer.com. One is guru.com. One is uh, upwork.com. All of these websites have independent contractors, freelancers. These are really smart social media people. These are really smart email people. These are really smart graphic design people. These are really smart Facebook ad people. These are really smart people of any marketing flavor that you want. So if you know what kind of marketing hired gun you want, then you can go to these kinds of websites, put in basically a little job description and you say, I need somebody to run Facebook ads for me. And you're only going to find like 5,000 of them responding (laughs) to you. Uh, like, you know, so you'll put up your little job description and you'll click submit and, brrr, you know, in your inbox, you're going to get a bunch of people saying, Hey, I'm happy to help with your Facebook ads. And they'll bid, they'll send you a proposal like, Hey, I'll work for this many dollars an hour or whatever. So you can use these websites to hire just kind of independent contractors, freelancers, hired guns to do really great jobs for you, whether it's design, whether it's shooting videos, whether it's running Facebook ads, whether it's, you know, fill in the blank, just any, anything and everything you could possibly, you know, imagine there's people out there that are willing to do it for you. So that's a kind of another route. Um, a, a third route that you could consider is basically a, a retaining or hiring a marketing agency. Now, an agency is obviously a company 
And a comp- this agency has got all those hired guns, all those different marketing disciplines, basically under one roof. It's kind of like Walmart. It's one-stop shop. If you need a video, if you need Facebook ads, if you need a website developed and designed, if you need to you know, write a blog, or if you need to have a new logo designed, like a marketing agency as a one-stop shop is going to be able to do all of that stuff for you. That's kind of a third option. So option one, get your own employee. Option two, just hire an independent contractor. Option three is hire a company to kind of do everything. So kind of depending on what you need and kind of where you're at and where you, what your resources are, uh, those are kind of typically what your options are. And I guess number four is you just do it yourself, DIY. So, do it yourself, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, of the three, I suspect the agency is probably going to more than likely going to be the most costly just because you, like you said, it's all of these people under one umbrella, they're going to come with kind of a package deal of, Hey, this is what, what you say you want. So we're going to put together a proposal and it's going to come with a, probably a pretty generally a a price tag. That's a a little higher than maybe what what a new business owner can afford initially. Well, so any really good agency, uh, is going to ask you about your marketing budget. Mm-hmm. That's going to be part of the uh, initial conversation. They'll talk about what you, what you want to do, what your goals, dreams, and aspirations are, and what your challenges and obstacles are. They're going to listen to you. And then they should be asking you, do you have a marketing budget? And you'll say yes, or you'll say no. But they're going to propose if you say, I've got about a thousand bucks a month that I can spend on something. And they'll say, okay, so we'll just make sure we work within a thousand dollar budget every single month for your advertising budget. And, and we'll do, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, and G things for you. So they'll always work within your budget. Now, some agencies, you know, don't take on new companies for less than say 10,000 a month. Some agencies just have a minimum and that's fine. But most agencies are, you know, happy with $500 clients. They're happy with $10,000 per month clients and everything in between. You know, the bigger the agency is with, you know, 100 employees, the more expensive they're likely to be. The smaller the agency is, less than 10 people, the maybe the cheaper they're likely to be. So you that's why you just interview them and, and ask questions and things like that. What should they be asking, Terry? You talk about asking questions. What are some things maybe they should be just kind of looking for? Because like with anything we've talked about, there's so much competition out there. Is there something... Is there things, I guess maybe let's do it. Let's, let me ask it this way. Are, are there things that as they're interviewing or talking to an agency that if they hear or see that they maybe should be concerned about and say, Ooh, maybe I need to go a different direction. And I know I'm springing this question on you. I, it wasn't one that I, I sent you that we were going to talk about, but. Yeah, no, no, it's fine. I'm just, uh, so I guess I would. Uh, so the question really is, is how do you know, what are some things to be thinking about when you're contemplating Hiring a marketing yes. agency. Yes. What are some things? I mean, whether it's things to watch out for, like saying, "Hey, we'll stay away from that one," or yeah, you know, this is a good one. What What I've noticed with agencies is 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 they will have usually one or two or three things that they're really really good at, really good at, and then they'll have about five to ten things that they're just okay at. And you want to make sure to work with an agency that's really, really good in the one or two or three things that you need. But if they're just kind of mediocre at them, they don't do a lot of it, but they don't have a lot of experience in it. They'll still sell you that stuff, but they're just not going to be very good at it. Agencies mm-hmm. try to be like a one-stop shop on purpose, but 
most agencies have their core competencies, like what they're really good at and then what they're kind of good at. So just be aware of that. And I would ask some of those questions. Focus your questions on those core competencies. What What's your experience in this? What's your experience in this? Yeah. Try to dig that out of them and find out what those core competencies, competencies are and, yep. and then make sure they match what you're trying to achieve. Exactly. Awesome. All right. Well, Terry, you know, I, I truly appreciate it. You've shared a lot of information about marketing stuff that, um, frankly, for someone like me, that's, I, don't, I forget which brain, right brain, left brain, that's just yeah. my wheelhouse. It's I rely on people such as yourself to um, help provide that marketing expertise. And so I appreciate it. I hope our listeners have gained something. I know they have, because I have. You, you've, you've taught me a number of things. Uh, about marketing and what needs to be considered. But before we wrap it up, I, I just want to turn it back over to you. Let you kind of share a little bit about what you're doing at the, the Hanson Group and, and just so that people know where to find you. Because obviously we want to promote you, what you're doing. You're an expert in this field. And so how can people find you? What, what kind of services could you maybe potentially provide to some of our uh, listeners out there? Well, and I appreciate that. Uh, well, I guess one of the things that I would maybe invite your listeners to think about is as they're getting their businesses up and running and going, they're probably going to run into a, a fork in the road. They're going to run into one. Well, one fork in the road is the need to hire a salesperson to help just, you know, find new customers to sell products and services to those new customers, and even to retain and keep the relationship strong with those new customers. So your kind of overall marketing and promotion of your company might rest pretty heavily actually on your frontline salespeople. So that's kind of one fork in the road that you might find yourself on that the kind of that path in the road. On the other hand, you might uh, have the type of business like, uh, for example, maybe you've got a dance studio, or maybe you've got a, uh, a law firm, or, or something like that, maybe a service based business, maybe a retail business, where you don't necessarily have a team of salespeople that are in charge of going out and getting new customers and bringing them in. Like, that's not really their job. And that's not how your business is, is geared or set up. So in the other fork in the road is, is, is the marketing piece. If you're a dance studio or a law firm or something like that, where you don't have salespeople necessarily, then you're going to have to rely pretty heavily on marketing to do the advertising and promotion to bring your ideal customers to you. Does that make sense? We got these kind of two forks yeah. in the road, yeah. kind of a salesperson fork and a marketing fork. Either way is fine. Either is good. But in terms of how I might be able to support your entrepreneurial journey is if you feel like it's time to hire salespeople, or if you know you're heading down that salesperson route, maybe you've got them, maybe you don't have them yet, but you know you need them. Maybe you're that salesperson. Um, uh, we offer a 90-day sales coaching program to help you find more clients and be able to close more sales and even grow your sales revenue working just with existing customers. Right, so we offer that that sort of a coaching program, either for you if you're the entrepreneur and you're you're playing the salesperson role, or you maybe even have a salesperson. So that's that's the first. The second is if you happen to be on that other fork in the road, the marketing 
path and marketing road, and you're not exactly sure what to do or how to do it, then we, we actually also have a 90-day marketing coaching program. Think of it as kind of like a marketing MBA, going to college, if you will. Once a week, we get together and I share with you, I teach you, I coach you, and I mentor you on what to do, how to do it, and hold you accountable each and every single week so you can really make some good progress and momentum as you go along. And so if you want some more information about that coaching, either one of those coaching programs, you can just go to terryhanson.net. That's T-E-R-R-Y-H-A-N-S-E-N.net. And, uh, and you can get some more information there. So hopefully that helps you. Yes. No, thanks, Terry. And, and we'll have that link down in, in the, the uh, episode notes for this episode, as well as the, the previous episode that we ran a little long on. And so uh, for, for everyone that's listening, if you want to learn a little bit more about Terry, what he can do for you, we've used Terry here at Ascent 101. And he, he's just, I, I tell you, he's got the energy, the passion for this stuff. And it's, it's great. So I, I can highly recommend that, that you check out Terry. Um, again, Terry, thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Thanks for sticking around for two episodes of, of the Fundamental Entrepreneur Podcast. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Darren. Good luck and we'll be in touch. Thanks for joining us for this episode of our podcast. We're grateful um, for Terry for joining us and giving us his wisdom on marketing and finding new clients. Um, if you want to find more about us, uh, you can always Look on our website at Ascent101.com and following us on our socials, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, which we will have linked in the show notes. Um, make sure that if you, you know, like these podcasts, subscribe to our channel, give us some feedback, ask us questions. We want to be able to help you um, further, and we can't do that without your feedback. So until next time, we wish you all the success possible in your entrepreneurial journey. 